The pharmaceutical industry and many doctors appear to be making great efforts to get as many people as possible vaccinated against shingles. Even if such an intervention was highly effective in preventing shingles, which certainly has not been shown to be the case, the information that you're about to hear should make it clear that such vaccinations are unnecessary. The side effects that would be suffered by a significant number of individuals need never occur in the first place. The real problem is, is that what is discussed here and now generates relatively little income for anybody in the healthcare industry. Regardless, you need to decide for yourself. Shingles is an infection resulting from the Varsilia zoster virus, usually manifesting in areas supplied by spinal nerves known as dermatomes, most commonly known in medical circles as the herpes zoster. The infection is typically characterized by a blistering skin rash of extraordinary pain for most individuals. The initial infection with the virus is usually remote from the shingles outbreak, typically occurring in childhood when chickenpox is contracted. For years, the virus remains latent in nerve cell bodies or autonomic ganglia. It is when the virus, for un clear reasons, breaks out of these storage sites and travels down the nerve axons that shingles occur. Left to itself, along with mainstream therapies that include analgesics, antiviral agents like acyclovar and corticosteroids, the rash will generally resolve in two to four weeks. The pain is generally lessened with by certain anti-inflammatories. Some unfortunate individuals can experience post-therapeutic neuralgia, a syndrome of residual nerve pain that can continue for months or even years following a shingles outbreak. Now, the clinical response of shingles to vitamin C therapy is decidedly different from its response to traditional therapies. While there are not many reports in the literature on vitamin C and shingles, the studies that do exist are absolutely striking. Frederick Kleiner, an MD who pioneered the effective use of vitamin C in a wide variety of infections and toxin exposures, published the results of vitamin C therapy on eight patients with shingles. He gave 2,000 to 3,000 milligrams of vitamin C by injection every 12 hours, supplemented by 1,000 milligrams in juice by mouth every two hours. In seven of the eight patients treated in this manner, complete pain relief was reported within two hours of the first vitamin C injection. As with other infectious conditions, Dr. Kleiner hastened to add that treatment needed to continue for at least 72 hours, as reoccurrence could readily occur even when the initial response was positive. Dr. Kleiner also found a similar regime of vitamin C, just as the recoveries usually complete within three to four days. Similar clinical response by chickenpox and shingles to vitamin C is further evident, albeit indirect, that the chickenpox virus and the latter appearing herpes zoster virus are the same pathogen. Even before Dr. Kleiner's observations were published, another researcher reported results just as astounding when measured against today's mainstream therapies. Reported successes with over 14 shingles patients receiving vitamin C injections. In this study, complete resolution of shingles outbreaks was reported in 327 of 327 patients receiving vitamin C injections within the first 72 hours. That's 100%. 
While all of this data on vitamin C in shingles is quite old, there is an internal consistency among the report in how the patients responded. Until further clinical trials are conducted, these results stand. They clearly show that vitamin C should be an integral part of any therapeutic approach used on a patient presented with shingles. Now, vitamin C has a general virus inactivating effect, with herpes viruses being only one of many of the viruses that vitamin C has neutralized in the test tube or has eradicated in the infected person. As with the inactivation seen with other viruses mixed with vitamin C in the test tube, two early studies were consistent with the clinical results later seen with vitamin C in herpes infections. Vitamin C inactivated herpes viruses when mixed with them in a test tube. The most important factor in the treatment of any virus with vitamin C is to give enough for a long enough period of time. Certain chronic viral syndromes do not promptly resolve with vitamin C administration. But there is yet to be an acute viral syndrome that vitamin C cannot resolve promptly, unless the patient already has extensive tissue organ damage and is literally only moments away from death. Vitamin C therapy can never be considered a failure in any acute viral syndrome until multiple forms have been used in large doses together. While a majority of acute viral syndromes will rapidly resolve with properly dosed vitamin C of any kind, resistant cases need to be subjected to a multi-pronged approach to vitamin C administration. Such a regime can include, but not necessarily limited to, 1 to 5,000 milligrams of liposomal encapsulated vitamin C orally daily. The bowel intolerance doses of vitamin C as sodium exorbate oral daily is usually about 1 to 3,000 milligrams of fat soluble. Intravenous vitamin C, 25 to 150,000 milligrams per infusion, depending on the size of the body, as frequently as daily, depending on the severity of the infection. Now, vitamin C accumulating inside viral particles can rapidly destroy viruses by that approach. The spike of the virus is laden with iron, and the focal fenton reaction is probably how it penetrates its host cell membrane. Viruses accumulate iron and copper, and these metals are also part of the surfaces of that virus. As such, wherever the concentrations are the highest, vitamin C will focally upregulate the fenton reaction, and irreversible viral damage will generally ensue. Fenton activity and its upregulation is the only real well-documented way by which viruses, pathogens, and also cancer cells can be killed by vitamin C. And it is the stimulation of this reaction by vitamin C that makes it therapeutically effective in resolving many infections and cancers. Vitamin C helps revolve infections in all varieties, but its effect on acute viral syndromes are especially dramatic and prompt and it should always be part of any treatment protocol for an infected patient. So we just mentioned liposomal, so let's get into our last segment of what are liposomal supplements? Liposomal encapsulation technology, or LET, is the newest delivery method used by medical researchers to transfer drugs that act as healing promoters to the definite body organs. This form of delivery system offers targeted delivery of vital compounds to the body, making it an excellent new tool for supplements used in fatigue treatment. It has been in existence since the early 70s, 
And due to the excellent transference capability of LET, some manufacturers of topical moisturizers and beauty products have patronized it. The astounding effects and advantages derived from LET is why a number of nutritional companies are now utilizing this technique in the oral delivery of dietary supplements. The advantage of LET over the others is that it allows the nutrient to carry power-packed and non-decomposed natural compounds to pinpointed tissues and organs. Even though doses are reduced 5 to 15 times less than normal supplement intake, the delivery system's effectiveness is not changed. This reduction is both medically and economically significant. Normal passage of tablets and capsules and the topical transfer of nutrients are affected by environmental conditions such as moisture, oxygen, and other unfavorable factors. The nutrients are more likely degraded by the presence of enzymes in oral and esophageal digestive juices prior to being absorbed into the body. In addition, binders, fillers, gelatins, and sugars are food additives that affect the absorption of the process. This partial assimilation caused by the incomplete digestion of the tablet or capsule is a serious problem. Substances are shielded by let from the devastating and threatening results, which are likely to take place within the gastrointestinal passage. Lipo Somal encapsulation employs a phospholipid liposome to construct a defense that repels the negative activities of the digestive juices, alkaline solutions, salts, and free radicals of the body. The duration of this protection lasts from the moment the nutrients are on their way towards the gastrointestinal tract until the contents have reached a target tissue and are immediately taken in by the cellular structure and transferred into the intracellular space. A majority of the liposomes in the LET are composed of phospholipids. All body cells contain a protective membrane consisting of phospholipids. This substance is required by the body to grow and function. Men and a few animals are not able to produce vitamin C, but a majority of animals are able to produce vitamin C in their livers and kidneys. Most mammals, with the exception of humans, apes and guinea pigs, do produce vitamin C in their livers. Goats produce as much as 13,000 milligrams of vitamin C in a day, which can exceed over 100,000 milligrams in the presence of pathogens and toxins. In its traditional form, oral vitamin C had a slow rate of assimilation. Now, vitamin C is called the superoxidant for its ability to oxidize and neutralize free radicals. If a high dosage is needed, it is advisable to take vitamin C intravenously for more blood and tissue absorption. But when taken through the mouth, only 10 to 15% of vitamin C is ingested because its absorption is blocked in the digestive tract. Using liposomal technology has greatly improved and updated the transfer of vitamin C into the cells. This is by far the best way to get vitamin C. Vitamin C is guarded by PC liposomes from injury done by enzyme and gastric juices in the digestive system. Once it enters the body, PC liposomes pass through the small intestine smoothly without expending any energy. The liposomes are carried by the system to the liver in complete form and are prepared to give off their content. The PC liposomes in the liver are scattered. The polyunsaturated phosphatidylcholine are ingested by the liver cells as it frees the encapsulated vitamin C. Common side effects are diarrhea and gastric discomfort, which come from the powder, capsule, and tablet forms, not the liposomal forms. 
By using oral liposomal encapsulated vitamin C, it increases the supply of vitamin C into the cellular system more effectively. There is no sign of any negative effects such as gastric distress, urinary output, and extra load on the liver. While liposomal encapsulation technology represents a dramatic breakthrough in delivery system, it is important to note that normal routes of delivery, such as tablets, capsules, and powder forms, are still useful as they offer different and complementary forms of nutrient bioavailability to ensure a steady blood level throughout the day for more consistent symptoms and fatigue treatment. Designing a comprehensive program combining various forms of delivery systems to ensure consistent nutrient delivery throughout the day requires an extensive clinical experience. If done properly, one can see dramatic clinical results, and this is a hallmark of clinical excellence. A few reputable brands are currently available on the market. Please go to my website, DougCaparino.com, to see more on my page since I am carrying more liposomal supplements and they can be sent directly to you. Remember, visit us on Facebook at DCaparino or go to our website at DougCaparino.com for more information on these products. Once again, be informed, be educated. Thank you for joining us on RTR. Your continued support is greatly appreciated. Follow Doug on Facebook for his daily blogs and latest seminar information.